Last time on Super Dice Boys. Best for you to keep hiding, Kmar. And then he uh, does a kickflip and you guys are out in the, the plains. I think I can get at least something back from the tower. You're standing in the middle of that training void. So, Cedric, you were just getting to uh, a shabbier place in the hells, which is a weird way to put that. The hell ghetto. Shakes hands with you and then your signature appears on the paper. I'll give him the keys. Oh, man, Seraph, I really hope you don't do anything stupid. Cut to Seraph, who's currently doing something stupid. Can you teleport me to him? That that doesn't sound like a good idea. I'm trying to get to him or him back. We need to find a way to bring him here. We found him. Can you get him back? Either this is going to work, or I might accidentally strangle him to death. Cedric, you land on the floor of this tower. I'll cast Identify on the hourglass. And your Identify spell reveals to you that this is an item called the Time Piercer. The who now? So, plan time. Actually, we should rest. (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) Welcome to Super Dice Boys. Some of that sweet, sweet ganj. Did I just get, like, quantum burned? He's talking about fucking your dad. What are they? Douchebags? We find our party walking up to Sword Throne Manor to have dinner with the head of the household, Roderick. You guys approach, and uh, you can see the lights are on on the inside. A few candles lit up, uh, a few brighter like that's magic, dude. Oh, oh shit, it's else? magic. Yeah, they just uh, snap their finger and there's a uh, incandescent bulb lit up. <laughs> Probably lamps. <laughs> oh yeah, fair lamps. I always forget oil was a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. Yeah, very important thing. Anyways, you guys uh, approach the door and it opens for you. He's got a couple of uh, servants out front who guide you on through, and we uh, see. Seraph walk in first. He's dressed to the nines, prepared for a nice meal for the evening. Followed shortly by Carrick, dressed very nicely as well with a clothing he had recently discovered in the closets of his of now his little demi plane. Followed by Cedric, who is I mean he's dressed okay. He looks great. Not quite as pristine as the other two, though. He's never had quite the eye for style. It's a big Big wound to start this episode. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys walk in for a delightful meal. There's a large table with a full spread laid out and a few people meandering. Is Roderick around yet? Yeah, Roderick, you can see him speaking with a few people. He's got a, uh, a glass of what you can only assume is brandy in his hand because that's the only beverage he's ever offered you. And uh, he looks like he's having a great time. Is he talking to servants, or is there is this like a social? There are a few other people that look like they are above servant status in there, including uh, one man you might actually recognize as a Torald Goldthrone, the second. The fuck is he doing here? Well, doesn't he like live here now? After he, I mean, his town got besieged. He was here when it happened. I'm pretty sure they were hiding out in a uh, MC USA. Yeah, as your uh, memory will um, recollect, Carrick, Torald was with his troops at the time of the siege, and he was dressed up, and he looked rather menacing in his armor. So he was actually in Pyre after you had returned from your trip to Alari. Not sure why he's still here. We could ask him about it, I guess. Probably just more political stuff, maybe moving uh, moving his refugees around. 
Does this look like a political dinner of some kind? Is there I, anyone else we recognize? There's no other... Yeah, and looking around... Shame around here? You don't see any signs of shame. And you also do uh, recognize Norvir from Valakor. But he hates this place. If Norvir's here as well... This is like a political meeting. I've never been one for rubbing shoulders with nobles. Should we go talk to them? You guys ready? Yeah, I could. I'm just kind of like working out my hand cramps from all the writing I've been doing. <laughs> they are quite sore. Yeah. You uh, you washed up well, but there is that one ink splotch on your right wrist that you couldn't scrub it's off. Fucking never coming out, dude. That's like perm- that's like a tattoo, but you didn't get hurt for it. It's magic you ink. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait for your fucking skin to grow all new skin. <laughs> That'll take two weeks. I need to invent laser star and move it. Or learn scorching ray. That'll <laughs> fucking remove it. <laughs> With the whole hand, I guess. Oh, it'll be removed all right. <laughs> I guess I'll just walk up. Um, Roderick, how are you today? <clears throat> oh, yes. Pleasure to see you, Seraph. I am doing well. How are you? I'll, like, shake his hand and I'll bow to Torold and Norvi. Are they all together talking or... Uh, they're actually kind of split up across the room right now. Okay, good. Then and I'll... you can see, like, their guests of their nationality are def- equally segregated that way. Mm. It's like this room's a triangle of uh, three clicks. I'm just kind of silently following Seraph around. Uh, how are you doing, Roderick? How are things? Oh, doing well. Uh, not often I get to bust out the nice uh, silk robe. You're all looking very well. Cedric, uh, nice job. You, uh, you really did a good job on tying a tie. I look at Cedric and wait. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. That just kind of took me out of it. Ties? I don't know. It's like a bow tie. Yeah. Like a, like a, a cummerbund. Like yeah, a yeah some sort of uh, cloth that you put around your neck. It was like just awesome not, powers. This is not what I had imagined. So yeah. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to take you out of it. <laughs> no, it's okay. Love you, boo. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Sounds like you need a drink. No, I'm good. This is, there's more people here than I was expecting. Oh, yes. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to uh, leave that unsaid with the invitation. I just figured you've met all these people and you get along with them. Mm-hmm. It'd be a good time. Plus, we have the chance to discuss next steps with Earthroot. Juju, have you spoken with um, uh, Norvier or Goldthrone yet? I had a brief conversation with Norvir. I'm surprised he accepted the invitation, but thrilled nevertheless. Hmm. Oh, and uh, Makara sends her sincerest apologies. She couldn't make it. She had some personal matters to tend to. Oh, well, uh, I hope all is well and make sure you send her my best. Oh, I will. She'll be, she'll be fine. No and worries. a bottle of brandy, of course. And I'm he just grabs just one off the table for you. Uh, she'll appreciate this. <laughs> I hand it to hold Ray. that all. I hand, I hand it to Carrick because <laughs> I assume you have the bag of holding. I don't think any of us have the bag of holding. Yo, I have it. Oh, cool. Well, I still For hand sure. it to Carrick. Oh, okay. I'll uh, I'll find you a bag. <laughs> Hard cut to Makara. What's up? Big sneeze. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in front of the food stand. Like, oh, I better take those. I just sneeze all over them. Yeah. Uh. Tell you what, discounted rate because someone recently sneezed on them that wasn't you. Okay. One <laughs> copper. Yeah, totally. And you just get like three sticks of meat. I'm free to know germs. What's your plan, Makara? Eat my meat on a stick. Hell yeah. Walk about town. 
I think that I'm going to uh, write down some spells for Carrick. That is an interesting proposition. Hmm. I'm just going to write down how I think that you do them, and then I'm going to give them to him, and maybe he can copy them down. I'm going to fucking copy down like, oh, these will be so helpful. I write it down, and then I try and cast it, and <laughs> fucking just explodes in my face. Like, so He's like, you... what the fuck is the heart of the cards? <laughs> <laughs> it's like back of a receipt and it just has like <laughs> scorching ray that's the name of it Shit. <laughs> like a picture now when you say try to write down spells for him are you referring to like spells of your own or spells that i don't know you think he might want to know that you have access to yeah so i think that i'm gonna write down some of my spells that i think would be useful for him and then maybe he'll be able to learn them that is an interesting proposition. Let me look up real quick what it takes to make a spell scroll. I think, I think that in actuality, he probably wouldn't be able to, like... So to create a spell scroll, according to Xanathar's Guide to Everything, the official uh, Wizards of the Coast book, look it up. Look it up. You're already on your Fucking phone. Fucking look it up right <laughs> now. I have the book. Fuck. <laughs> no, that's for the listeners. Oh. Um, so a character must have proficiency with the arcana skill, as well as the spell prepared or known, and they must have the material components required to cast the spell. The cost to scribe a spell scroll is in gold required and time taken, so it's probably gold required to access the necessary inks and what have you. Time taken, of course. You know, things take time. I'm going to stop you right there because I am not proficient with arcana then unfortunately, that might not be an avenue you can go down. Also, it would probably have to be a spell that's on the druid and the wizard spell list, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought well, if you, if you wanted him to copy it down into a spell book, yes. If you yeah. wanted to make a spell scroll that he could use, no. Cool. Uh, so, I guess... Hmm. I don't know the first thing about writing spell scrolls. Maybe they have a class at the library. I'm going to go to the library, see if there's a class that can make me proficient in Arcana. All right. That's something that might take uh, longer than a few days. Fuck it. But. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm, I'm smart enrolling. as hell. You are very intelligent. I'll take the courtesy. AP Arcana class, please. I'll pay the full tuition Ver- up Very front. well. Full tuition, 2,000 gold. Uh, that'll be uh, two weeks of learning. I or can, or I th- faster? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That includes, Queen? of course, all of the uh, books that you need and just starts timidly sliding books across the counter to you. Perfect. It's just stacks on stacks on stacks, dude. Sorry if that was loud. No, that was fine. That was perfect. I put the um, money down like that. Radical. Yeah, so that's uh, that'll be 2,000 gold spent pretty much for access to the uh, books you need, which uh, once you finish reading them, upon completion you will be allowed to be proficient in the Arcanist skill. Radical. <laughs> no, if only... Does guys, that come with pencils? Uh, what's a... No, uh, you'll have to provide your own quill and ink. Uh, All right, I've marked my spent gold. Excellent. I'm going to start working now, if you please. They provide you a safe space to do so. It's a nice giant library full of nerds. Yeah, I'm going to use a special technique to learn. Which is going to be anytime a subject is mentioned in one book, I'm going to do the learning for it from the other books at the same time. 
With 22 intelligence, that's feasible. You're like instead of going like one whole book. Oh yeah, yeah I heard about this a little bit. One whole book, and then you're like if Brainosaurus Rex and Einstein had a baby. Oh fuck, that's an ugly baby. All right, yeah, then but I'm it's gonna so have smart. one eye read each book. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, this oh. Much about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm doing. Well, fuck. All right. Big brain time. Big brain time. Before we cut away from you, let's have you make an intelligence check. Okay. See how uh, hot you're doing. Not much of a reading part. Roll a natural one, and I have plus six. All right, seven. Slow start. Wait, <laughs> motherfucker. Looked I'm down using at his my character sheet, and it was flipped to the wrong side. And he was, he was like, plus looks six. Hey, that's how it smart I am. Wasn't even there. I'm gonna use my, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use my inspiration to reroll that shit. Damn. All right, you really want to learn. Twelve plus six is eighteen. Holy fuck, that's way better. <laughs> yeah, you're going to cruise through this in no time, it feels like. I think back to the time when I had to use my smarts on the battlefield, and it reminds me that this is easy. All right, I didn't have to laugh at that. Thank you. That is great. And that is uh, probably the one that I would keep if I was given the option. Well, you better hope you edit it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We will cut back to the party. It's been... I don't know, half an hour of you guys hanging out. Real quick, Mike, um, if I can get away with it, I'd like to keep my sword on me at this party since I'm basically like a cop. Yeah, um, you are able to pull that off given the fact that you were knighted in this town and that you were trained personally by uh, Sir Valdis, who is attending the party. Cool. He also has his sword on him. I think, yeah, we should probably establish that just so I am, just in case anything does happen, I do not have my armor on. Okay. I have one dagger. I don't have any of my crossbows or any of that. Okay. I do have my earring, and I do have my gloves still. Perfect. I think Carrick agonized over whether or not to wear armor, like tried to get away with it looking dashing. It was just like, ah, nah, just wear clothes. So I don't have armor on. Um, I'll have this hourglass at my hip and this book at my other hip. Yeah, and no one's going to be like, yeah. oh, fuck you. Get that shit off there. Wouldn't like, deprive oh. an old man of his hourglass. Um, you're not oh. so young. <laughs> <laughs> Just baby face, not a single wrinkle. Bleach blonde hair. Oh, a century. Um, all right. I think that should lead us into talking to stuff. Yeah. Is it reasonable to um, ask within this half hour if we've gleaned? Like, what is this general assembly about? Or should I role play that and it'll be more interesting? Should we well, do it like that? I, I, I go talk to Norvier. I would also like to go over. I, I don't know if we're going over like everything we have. Oh, yeah, do it. Yeah, for sure. You never know if shit's going to (laughs) pop. For sure, I have the seed ring on because it's just a ring. Yes. In Um, fact, you can't remove that if you wanted to. Fucking, excuse me? You tried. What? No one thinks an item's cursed if it gives you nothing but good stuff so far. Shit. Okay. B-O-E, dude. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Apparently. Um, So I have that always. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely not wearing armor. Um but I do have my holy symbol and I'm trying to think of any way it would be reasonable to carry gauntlets on me and I just can't think of one so I probably don't have them. No, that would look <laughs> ridiculous. Well, not like wearing them but like maybe I have them in like a hip pouch <laughs> but that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like collapse. <laughs> just keep their shape. You just put them down the back of your pants it always looks like some ghost is grabbing you by the ass. Like a baseball player. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just back pocket that shit. <laughs> I did keep one of those vials of holy water, though. Cool. I'm going to walk Novia. Novia. 
Ah, yes, hello. How was the trip? I didn't expect to see you here in Dagger Crown. It was a smooth trip. Our roads are finely paved and well guarded over in Valacor. Once we got across the border, things weren't quite so smooth, but nothing that Sir Bramblebush couldn't take care of. Oh, good. I'm, you brought Bramblebush as well. I can't leave the country without him. Do he I won't let him? me. Do I see him? Oh, yeah. You see that tall, blonde motherfucker talking up with some equally tall, blonde lady. <laughs> nice. She's not having it, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> equally blonde. They're both equally blonde. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it. Did you, uh, um, what brings you here? Did you finally reconcile some differences? So this is, I believe, the start of healing. It's good to we hear. We would like to get together and solve the differences that we have. We have a new world to go to, and we have a bigger threat than the petty differences of men. That is true. Um, your northern borders still hold strong? The walls have taken a bit of a battering, and we've uh, mm. taken quite a few extra reinforcements up that way. Good. Um, did you hear what happened, uh, unfortunately, to Pyre? Pyre, I believe, uh, from what I had heard, I was meaning to speak with Goldthorne about this, but they had been assaulted. Sounds as though they stood well. I believe they stood. Most of the city has been evacuated, as far as I know, though. Oh, yes, um... Interesting. I can't say I knew anything about the evacuation, but that is a good call. Torald is a lot more clever than I would ever expect. Yes, it was Torald's idea to do all of those things. Um, <laughs> It was good seeing you. Roll a quick deception check for me. <laughs> Just see if you fall flat on the landing. Uh, 17. 17. Yeah, you're fine. You you didn't fall flat on the landing. You definitely reassured Norvir in thinking that Torald is a good ally to have, though. Good. I'll, I'll see you over dinner, I'm sure. We still have to make our rounds. You know how it is. Oh, naturally. I'm awaiting with bated breath, though, the braised lamb. Apparently it's to die for. I've never eaten anything here that wasn't delicious, so. And he uh, gives you a nice bow, and he uh, turns to someone else who has, uh, you know, been looking for their mm. his attention for a bit. Yeah. I'll walk over back to the group. Well... It's like a middle school dance in here. No one will talk to anyone. Well, there's been <laughs> years of tensions brewing between these factions. Yeah, at least wait till the wine starts pouring, I guess. Should we go talk to Goldthorne next? See how he's doing? We've got a few minutes before dinner, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, hey, do we have somewhere to hide this before we... I'm holding that bottle of brandy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't want it to be assumed that it's a gift. You know what I mean? Because it's not really mine to give. Yes, um... Here, I'll take it. I'll, I'll go coat check it. <laughs> All right, okay. yeah. You walk up to like the coat check, and Sir is like, "Oh yes, um, keep this with your coat." Yes, please. Mm, very good, very good. That was easy. Um, thank you. I'll throw him a gold piece and walk back to the group. Catches it without looking and drops it into his glass. Dope. Gold throne, you son of a bitch! <laughs> you crazy motherfuckers! Get tired of living in a mountain? Ah, they're weird there. I love them. Good. But my God, they are weird. I heard you fought uh, valiantly at, uh, defending the walls. I fight valiantly every time I fight. Thing is, is I haven't fought in very much recently, and it's a bit of a reason why I got this. And he's patting his big old belly. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll have one of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he flexes. He's like, but it's also why I got this. He, he's buff. He's strong. Remember, he beat Cedric in an arm wrestling contest. Oh, yeah. With his magic metal arm. Versus your magic gauntlet arms. Yeah, but... Yeah, but my magic's mine. <laughs> yeah, but... 
The only difference is he didn't have the endurance to lose. Yeah, well, his was... I, I feel like his is clearly more, <laughs> more strong. Yeah, and, that's what we're getting at. And he naturally just gives you a little bit of shit about that. Yeah, yeah. How does Pyre sound? Still good? Well, as of right now, it's uh, purely a military encampment. We have to make sure if anything else comes through, we are prepared. There's the jowls. Yeah. I had to slowly drop them down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've done that. Do you plan on ever bringing the people back there, or has it been attacked again? As soon as it's safe, that's when they come back. For now, they're safe living under a stone, even if it is weird there, and... uh, the complimentary greeting right now is, What's up, mister? I know your name. You're right, that is weird. Yes, it's quite odd. Only in that it changed so much since last time. And how quickly it catches on with the people. And they've never had that accent before. Absolutely, it's different every time. <laughs> God, I love Mountain City, USA. Cedric's like, I don't know why, but I feel offended by that. <laughs> 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 well, we'll see you at dinner. I'm sure that's going to be starting soon. Um, oh, we, yes. Should we send anyone over with wine? Brandy, you doing all right? Uh, I think I'm doing fine. I might go speak with that uh, little wood elf chap over from Valacor, though. Oh, you should, Novia. He's, uh, he thinks very highly of you. Hmm. And you like actually see a, like, a smile come across him? Like That's nice to hear. He's like, thank you. Don't thank me. He's the one that does. He Arthur. He's heard about your tactics on the battlefield, and he really admires the way you protected Pyre. Mm. Now, on top of that, he spoke with us about being very excited to, to talk about um, future uh, working togethers with, uh, with, the, with the various nations here. See, this isn't in character, but I thought Norvir was a half-elf. Was I wrong, or is, or is Torald wrong? So I think Norvir has a bit of a tannish skin. But it does have an elf-like appearance, which would lead him to believe he might be a wood elf. Okay. That's just, I don't know if just I Just some light it's racial a, profiling. It's, it's been okay. a hot while since we've done... Yeah, it's, been a, it's been a hot minute since we talked about Norvir, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Norvir, what are we? <laughs> what are oh, we? for <laughs> half elf. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I tell people that story all the time when they talk about people being racist. Oh, God, yeah. That, yeah, just, I, oh, I always tell the story like this. Like, oh, so my buddy, he used to be my manager at, like, a grocery store. And, like, I, I know you just talked to someone really racist on the phone. But, like, this dude, he walked in up to my buddy Alex and was like, so what are we? <laughs> Fucking Mexican, Mexican or Indian? Indian. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yikes. I'm going to need some information before I know how to treat you. Anyways, yeah, you uh, watch Torald waddle over to Norvir and... Waddle? Yeah, that's how we've always described him walking. This is funny. <laughs> it's very descriptive. And for a moment, Norvir's caught off guard, but then they appear to be laughing and having a good time. Cool. I want a hard cut to Makara, but I'm pretty sure her plan was just to continue reading. I'm not stopping until the job's done. My God. I will be proficient with Arcana. Alex, you can't complain about being bored when you pick the most boring thing to possibly do. (laughs) I'm not bored. I'm having fun. No, no, no. I'm not saying you are complaining. I'm just saying in the future. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Two and a half hours from now. You know what? Scratch that. I'm going to take a break. Before the shops close, I'm going to go try and commission a hat. All right. Yeah, you can walk over to the... I don't know what you call a hat maker. Haberdashery? Haberdashery. I think we already did this. 
Did I commission a hat already? I remember no. an overly. I remember your dumb, not dumb, your silly drawing. Oh, I don't think I did it though. You and did I commission a hat. A overexcited haberdasher being like, "This will be my magnum opus." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I distinctly recall that as well. I'm gonna go back to that same guy and see how he's coming on it. He's just. <laughs> you walk in the door. I'm busy. You better be. Oh, it's you. The one for whom I craft the most perfect hats. How may I assist you? Do you need a second hat? Indeed I do. Oh! I sort of had this style in mind. I'll draw a triangle in the air. Mm-hmm. Like a witch's hat. My God. If I can be candid with you. Mm-hmm. I need these hats to hide what's on my head. Yes, I had gathered as much from the fact that it was on your head, even though you were wearing a hood. The width of the brim, the delightful distraction of the bells, and now we have a tall leather point. Yes, and I was hoping some sort of, um... Wide brim? Well, that goes without saying. Yes. I was hoping for some sort of adornments on the, uh... Steeple? Thank you. On the... Fuck, what's it? Somebody email us what hat parts are. Are you talking about the uh, band that goes around yeah, the, the base band, above the brim? the band. Yes. I don't know what that's called. I'm, I'm going to call it the band. Um, I'd like some sort of uh, adornments on the band where I can sort of have these look normal if they stick through a bit. Adornments on the band that are not embroidered in there. Oh, you fill me with creative spirits. You are my muse. I'll pay up front. Of course. Of course. Oh, I finished. Oh. <laughs> 100 gold for the perfect hat to cover the crown with the adornments that will be made out of pure gold, just like the crown. Fine. And then he just starts melting down the gold to make the adornments right away. Certainly you need some pay for yourself, though. (laughs) Oh, not for a hat like this. (laughs) Well, you'll hear no arguments from me. And you from me. Now, as much as I love to discuss these wonderful hats you desire, I must work. And I can only work alone without pants on. Well, I'll be back in the morning just to uh, see on how you're doing. Very good. I'll be sure to um, set up several hourglasses. That way I know when to put pants back on. I'm going to bring him coffee in the morning for sure. Damn. <laughs> Probably just a fucking luxury, but I'm doing it. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, that was a great 20-minute uh, break. I better get back to my studies. Now, was it pronounced arcana or arcana? (laughs) The ultimate question. Hard cut. (laughs) We're at dinner. We're all sitting down. Luckily, placed next to each other. So it's not as awkward as it could be. You definitely have strangers to your right or left, depending on where you're at. Carrick, you're definitely in the middle of these two. Holy shit, the braised lamb is really good. Oh, it's fantastic. Everything here is... Decadent as fuck. I would try to put sauce on it. <clears throat> put the sauce on it. It's so good. Oh my god. I'm just talking to the person next to me. Yes, yes. And then we filled the hole with wine and cigars. My god. Yes, it's truly a paradise. <laughs> <laughs> this fills Bramblebush with glee. <laughs> Cedric is eating like relatively quietly and he's just eyeing the whole room the whole time. Because I. I just really feel like something bad is going to happen for some reason. As you're eyeing the whole room, you catch out of the corner of your eye, Tegan, who is just like spider pose, 
in the skylight, looking down at everything. I look at them knowingly. You catch Tegan's eye, and uh, they nod. And then you see them crawl up out of the skylight, and they're probably on the roof somewhere. And yeah, dinner is uh, rather quiet. It's uh, Everyone is like too busy eating. Torald has got like fourths going on right now. Nice. You ever just see a man put an entire lamb shank in his mouth and pull it out clean? <laughs> like it's a fucking wing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thought only I could do that. <laughs> in real life. But yeah, dinner goes by relatively uneventfully. I want to point out at some point, just kind of try to be quietly to the people at my, either side of me, my other two party members. Mm-hmm. Just, you know... This is good and all, but it occurs to me that having this many important people in one place could be dangerous. Yes, I'm, I suppose so. If it was advertised, everyone knew. Just keep your wits about you. That's why I'm only drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm just waiting for something bad to happen. It's a, you got to walk a fine line of being prepared and not killing the vibe. The ultimate issue for any adventurer. <laughs> if, if a faux pas fucking happens and a war starts, that's a fourth. That's, I just, a, that's a fourth crisis that might out end loud again. I think. Uh, are you saying this a little bit to us? Yeah, I'm saying oh, all of that to you. As he's saying that, then I just reach into the middle of the table, grab a bottle of wine, and just start pouring it into his glass. Doug, calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. Yes, the elf needs to drink more. As do I. Bramble bush. <laughs> I'll pour him a glass of wine. There you go. Oh, thank you. I already had a full one. And then I he starts two. double barreling wine. Yeah. It's rad. <laughs> w- waited, leaned in, cut him off. It's rad. Sorry, Cody. I love you. I was going to say, well, I'm just going to chill and eat and drink and make small talk until whatever happens, happens. Or whoever starts talking, talks. Cool. And yeah, after a while of dinner, uh, Roderick does stand and he uh, clinks on his glass. You know, you've seen a movie. Yeah, you've ever been to a wedding. No one's kissing. That's good in this context. And he speaks out to the room. Well, I would like to uh, first and foremost extend my gratitude to all who attended today. I know it's not always the easiest to get away from your responsibilities, especially when you have so many people to take care of. And so I am very grateful that you could make it, uh, especially to Torald, as well as Norvir. I know we have a lot of work to do in the coming few months, but as long as we put our heads together, we certainly have the ability to expand out to Earth Root together to hopefully alleviate the crisis that is beginning to consume the land of Shy. Now, of course, we all know about what happened with Alarai. And it's too bad that none of their leaders were able to survive and make it here to discuss and see what's going on. But it's, of course, uh, in their spirit, in the spirit of survival at all, that we need to press forward even harder. And so raise your glasses. You don't actually have... Okay, they did did it. It'll be noises. We'll make noises. Yeah, I guess. It's a can. Right? We'll have a toast for the fallen and then a toast for those who have yet to rise. Well, well, we're just about done with dinner, so I hope you're all prepared for cocktail hour. I know we already had one, but it's time for number two. Of course, I'll be uh, looking for anyone who wants to talk shop. I'm always in business mode. 
You know me. Cedric, hmm. should we tell Roderick what you told us about Earthroot? Probably. I mean, it's probably a better time than now, but we might as well do it. Well, I want to talk to him about something that there's a definitely a better time for. Unless we can get him alone. We can certainly try. Let's ask him. I'll stand up from the table. Yeah, yeah. The table is slowly dispersing. Torold is not walking away from his meal, though. He is literally grabbing leftovers or food that's not eating off of other people's plates. Um, Classy. At this dinner, I suppose you do see that shame is there as, like, uh, one of Torold's left-hand men. Yep. He's really risen. Nod at him. Yeah. He nods back. He, uh, He managed to remove his hat for this meal, which, as we'll recall... The only way it could have gone on is if it was sewed onto him. Because of how his horns work and the yes. fact that they go through the hat. Yep. You just see him use zippers. <laughs> Zip. Okay, yeah, you guys stand up from the table, and Roderick has already stood up. He's got a glass of brandy, and he walked out onto his patio with uh, just one other person with him. Who is the other person? Looks like to be a young-ish-looking woman. Yeah, let's, well, let's grab Roderick real quick. Uh, Roderick! You guys walk out there, and as you call out, like you can hear a bit of the conversation they're having. Make a perception check to see if you can pick out a little bit more than just like a bit of gentle descent for anyone who is walking out there. Sixteen. Okay. What? Let's forget what this was. Perception. Perception. Twenty-one. Damn, not bad. Yeah. So uh, Carrick and Seraph both can pick up that they're having a bit of a harsh conversation about getting people to Earthroot. Carrick, you're able to gather from the context clues and the subtext of this conversation that that might be Roderick's sister. And then you guys get up there and call out, like, Roderick, a moment! Yep. And he turns, oh yes, of course, um, uh, Valeria, if you'll please uh, step away for a moment. How might I assist you? Well, um, Cedric, and I kind of like nudge him, uh, has... Heard a little bit more about Earthroot. That might be interesting to you. Interesting. Uh, Do go on. Did his sister leave? Yeah, um, she's uh, like a little frustrated, but she walks away. Okay. Not making a scene. How do I describe this? Well, I uh, I would assume from the start. I mean, you could just stick to relevant details. No, it really needs the context, I think. I spoke to someone from Earthroot. In hell. All right. Well, um, this story is already ludicrous enough for me to believe it. Um, so you were in Beator. Yeah. And spoke directly with a person from Earthroot. Do I think he knows that just because he's educated? Make an inside check. Formerly of Earthroot, right? <laughs> I suppose so. 14? 14. It's reasonable to believe that he would know of the proper name of the Nine Hells given how much studying he has tried and given his admission that he had attempted to cast magic in the past. Okay. Yes, um, I had been sent there by someone you know. Someone I know? Uh, oh, you're, you're speaking of, I'm sure, the, the biggest problem we have right now besides the impending end of the world. Mm-hmm. This person from Earthroot informed me that he was actually from a town called Oland. There were... Okay, so there were towns in Earthroot. There were people in Earthroot. Mm -hmm. I was told that they hide their dwellings 
underneath the roots of giant trees. And that's how they don't get killed by those creatures that we saw that they're called T-Rexes. Oh, very interesting. Um, have you passed this information along to Sindin? I imagine he could uh, probe further into this and perhaps find us a town, a settlement. I... And he could even possibly get us directly there. Well, I feel like I said it to everyone and Sindin was there. He was so preoccupied with his arm almost falling off. That is a good idea. That biggest problem, we kind of need to talk to you about that. Very well, of course. Um, Is it safe here? Let's go somewhere a bit more secluded. Please follow me. And you see him make a hand motion up to the roof. You definitely, you all catch out of like your eye. Like you see a bit of light shift around and you can only assume that's uh, that's his number one, Tegan up there. And you all uh, walk into the home and it takes a little bit of time to get through the crowd. He like, you know, has a few polite conversations with people. Like, oh, I'm, of course, of course. Thank you so much for the compliments on the meal. Really, the compliment should go to the chef. I'm really busy, and I'll be back in just a moment. Please, hold on. Like, you know, stuff like that. I want to scout out for shame now that everyone's moving around. Yeah, for sure. Make a perception check. Uh, natural 20, so I think that's a 28. Yeah, it is. And you can see him. He is. Uh, he would be very hard to spot if you weren't looking for him. Yeah. But it seems as though he's uh, doing a bit of eavesdropping. Not on us. Not on you guys. He's uh, eavesdropping on various conversations being had, particularly around Norvir. That's all. Make sure he's not eavesdropping on us. That was my goal. And yeah, you guys eventually make it through, and you get to his uh, like private study. You know, the room you guys had all sat in before. The room had been closed off, so he opens up the doors and ushers you through, and the door closes behind you. Sits down, and as he sits down, the fireplace lights up, and Tegan is uh, standing there. Seraph? Carrick? Cedric? All right, so you have more details. Before you start, I want to be leaning on the door that goes out, mm-hmm. listening if anyone's on that side. It doesn't feel like anyone's listening on that yeah, side. I was giving you my intent. But I get you. Gaius the first is a lich. Do you know what that is? I'm not familiar. I believe they're typically depicted in tales as those being soulless, having magic, very evil. Basically, uh, a lich has removed their soul and placed it into... Some, so something called a phylactery. They need to take souls from others and sort of feed it to the phylactery to sustain their uh, unnatural life force. And yes, they are very powerful magic casters and by the nature of what I described, quite evil. So that's uh, that definitely explains the sudden surge to power if he was uh, able to find freedom and then suddenly an untapped resource of souls in Alari. And that phylactery is the key to destroying the lich. It's the only way to do it. Hmm, interesting. We need to find it, and I suspect that if there's any journals that he kept or knowledge of him, you would know where it is. I'm sure we could find something. We have expansive catacombs here beneath the manor, and we often would keep personal effects of the deceased, you know, along with their corpse. We may need to see his tomb. Yeah, um, is that something we want to do right now? <laughs> we should do that after after dinner. Maybe we'll return tomorrow. All right. Yeah, as long as you guys are in town, we should be fine. It, it'll be the same. I can make sure Tegan ensures no one walks in or out of there. The other thing to let you know is that he got his spell book. The way you say that makes it sound like a problem. It's Likely a very big problem. 
And I would say the number of days remaining until he sets his sights here are probably very limited. Oh. Though we do not know his motives. Do you have any insight into what they might be? I know you never knew him. Are there family stories, perhaps, of ambitions of his? Initially, before the whole continent was segregated, sword thrones ruled everything. Perhaps he seeks to rule everything again, now this time with subjects who can't dissent. A man from the past, wanting to recreate it? Poetic. Kind of rules right in. That attracts with me. I'm glad his motivation makes sense. That's <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we know what he wants, he'll be easier to, to, to predict. I understand. Another problem with him having the spell book is that it seemed to contain a spell, which I was very close to deciphering, uh, that might be able to delay or at least re-entrap the uh, doom encroaching on us from the south. You know. <laughs> you know. The, the end of the world. You know, the uh, apocalyptic darkness. The beast. Sketchy. Um, well, the beast can be sealed again, but we lost the spell. We do have some of the components. I know we have that in our notes, but it doesn't really matter if we don't have the, the spell. Perhaps records and archives we have might point towards anything else that might be useful. Oh, I suppose on our fronts, you guys have been wondering, we have not seen a sign of Sable ever since you left here. He always manages to stay off the map. We need to see if there's any way we can stop him from teleporting, because that's how he always gets away. Or just stop him from spellcasting altogether? Perhaps you can lure him somewhere that the weave is weak. Do you know of such a place? Maybe not off the top of my head, but again, archives. Well, you've met my my family, as unfortunate as it is to say. Gaius was meticulous in the way that he wrote out everything. There's bound to be some signs in what he's left as to where magic can't be used quite so well. If we could get him somewhere like that, I mean, we would be severely stunted ourselves, but we'd be at a significant advantage. I'd be fine. Let's go. I'd make it work. Yes, it does have, it is a double-edged sword, but I imagine without magic, Sable would be nothing. He has magic and wealth. I should, I apologize for misspeaking. We will return tomorrow and we'll need access to your archives if that's something you would provide. Absolutely. After that, we will head to the crypt. We'll return. We'll probably have Makara with us at this time. All right, very good. I made sure to give you brandy, right? I always... Yeah. Yes, you do. Okay, good. And I know Tegan is on guard, but I'm also keeping watch today. I, I'm very paranoid. No, that's understandable. I know uh, the town guards themselves had to repel a small group of bandits. Bandit? Bandits. <laughs> Sorry, I have a... That's just how I talk sometimes. Let's uh, let's go stand around and eat food and look at people. Hell and, yeah. And maybe try to entice them to talk with one another. Everyone definitely seems a bit easier to talk with after the meal and... You can see two discarded gallons of wine containers close to where Torald was sitting, so he is having a great time. Speaking with anyone who will care to listen. Nice. I don't care to listen, so I'm going to go just eavesdrop on people. Hell yeah. I was going to make my rounds trying to pick up anything interesting. I wish gather information was still a skill. (laughs) I really do. Investigate. That probably would be the one. But it just isn't as good as gather information. Yeah. I could argue perception. You could, I could, you, I, fuck, you could have to make a charisma check. I was thinking perception or like, yeah, charisma check or in, insight check. 
investigation using charisma as your casting. Oh, uh, that's a really good idea. Investigation with charisma. Or maybe you ask him. But I was going to say, if you're just listening to people, definitely perception. That's what I'm doing. Okay. 23. Damn, that's good. You kind of wander around the party and like you listen on key points of conversations without looking too conspicuous. You hear people from Velicor talk about how they're worried about the North Wall, but they will continue to reinforce it and send everyone they need to. Um, they are actively repairing it between like sieges. You hear some people from Dagger Crown talk about how they really don't want to participate in what's happening in the world, but they really feel like they don't have any choice, which I mean, like, good way to go. It's certainly a start. Yeah, honestly, nothing too earth-shattering to hear. The most surprising of that is the wall slowly being breached in the northern border of Valakor, which would cause a lot of issues there, given there's no river protecting them from Alari. Okay, thanks. That's all I want to do. Recon done. Hell yeah. Did you see that um, the Sword Throne's sister seemed pretty miffed? I wonder what... She must have been talking to them about something important before we showed up and interrupted. You think that was his sister? I'm pretty sure. Shit, you know that was her, his sister. Oh, yeah. I was thinking for some reason that she was dead, but then I remember him saying something about her running off. Oh, yeah, I don't remember the history, but, like, got a sister vibe. Is she here? Yeah, she's in the room. She's uh, drinking some wine, sitting at a chair, having a conversation with Lord Bramblebush. Should we introduce ourselves? Does she look like she's enjoying this conversation? No, God, no. No one has ever enjoyed a conversation with Bramblebush. <laughs> He's Zap Brannigan squared. <laughs> yeah. Squared. Have <laughs> me a white claw. Fuck. I, I got to get into Bramblebush position, I gotta, don't I? He's got the mini skirt of Zap Brannigan, too. I wish, but no. <laughs> you guys definitely see Roderick's sister sitting with Lord Bramblebush, and she is just clearly not into it. But that is not stopping his nonstop barrage. She is technically interacting with him. Um, uh, Bramblebush, Bramblebush, good thing we found you. Oh, uh, why, hello, how may hey. I assist? I We can assist us by, one second, look up name, I forgot it. He stands up, he's just a full head taller than you. Um, Norvia was actually looking for you. Oh, well, I uh, do need to assist my lord. And then he looks over and Norvia's just like having a drink with a few people. He looks relaxed. But... Yeah, they were talking about something about the wall. I overheard it. They didn't actually ask me to fetch you, but it oh. sounded urgent. Yes, yes, of course. I will, uh, well, I will see myself out here. A pleasure speaking with you, Lady Valeria. Remember, I've got a great penis. And then he walks away. <laughs> He's like Kid Gohan versus Frieza, just like sending shots constantly. And he walks away, and she's like, "Oh my god, thank you, dude." When he says, "I have a great penis," Cedric is like, he doesn't even know how to react. You're welcome, Valeria. They, yes, um, it's the least we could do. You look like you're having fun. Yes, I um, I have a headache. And it's about the size of what Bramblebush described his certain part to be. Oh. Courtesy him. I can't believe he said that. You know, me neither. But I guess that's how they do it in Valakor. Actually, I would not agree with that statement. We've been to Valakor. They're quite pleasant. It does seem like Bramblebush is the only person who ever does anything like that. I hope. Well, In the world. (laughs) That is pleasant news to have. But how might I assist you? If I remember correctly, you're... um... Uh, Lord Roderick's, like, personal crew? We work for him, yes. 
Oh, that's good. Well, sorry we interrupted you out on the patio. I had some worries I wanted to speak about. Yeah, if, if it's the kind of worries that are being discussed in the other parts of the party uh, this evening, then I, we're sort of the people who deal with that kind of thing, at least on Roderick's behalf. Well, I imagine it's nothing too new to hear about, I suppose, but Roderick never seems to listen when it comes to any continents out of the Earth route. There are definitely others, but they don't have the same appeal for him as Earth route does. Well, we're really good at listening. <laughs> I'll sit down. Oh. I love how you said that. Yeah, um, she seems ready to discuss what's on her mind then. <laughs> Let me rule how much I care. Persuade. <laughs> Advantage, because we fucking scared off that guy. Well, yeah, for sure. I was actually about ready to say that, but then you uh, jumped in there before I could. I think so I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've ever made a persuasion check. <laughs> you mean on the show. Brad. Uh, that's a total of 15. Not bad. Exceedingly average. Better than average. I rolled. She starts opening up and uh, talking about a few other, I don't know, continents that are around besides Earth Root. Like she mentions one that's uh, like off to the far west. If you just travel on the seas straight west for like three weeks, there is a uh, continent out that way. Of course, um, a few days travel. To the north leads you to Earth Route. Uh, there's quite a number of places off to the east. Like, there's a lot of places that aren't full of giant tooth-filled lizards that want to murder you the second you get there. Earth Route's the closest, and it's very easy to verify that is, it is filled with resources. Gotcha. Is there a name for that continent that's west of us? She doesn't have one. Okay. We I don't. Just, I don't want to put you on the spot. I just. Yeah, no formal name that we've come up with for that. Well, if it's anything, we shall call it Westeros. So, <laughs> the reason that I stopped, and this is out of character, is because I don't know if I should say this or not. Brakes have been pumped. It's up to you. What do you want to say? Yeah, you pumped them. Yeah, I'll fuck everything Go up. Go through instinct. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably not going to fuck that much stuff up, but I'll say, well, if it's anything like Earthroot, maybe there's people there, and they have named it themselves. There are people in Earthroot. Interesting. Yeah, uh, a few we saw. So you've been? No, no, I met someone from there. Have you been in like the, ta oh, it's too late. <laughs> oh, you met someone. From, so people are able to get back from Earthroot. Well, it was just the one. And he's dead. Roll a deception check with fucking disadvantage. Fucking Jesus true, Christ. <laughs> the way you said it, back. though. And he's not able to get back. Because he's dead. 13. Honestly, not bad. She's <laughs> like, well, your tone and cadence is odd, but... <laughs> All right. I, I, I mean, you met someone from there. Yeah. I I believe you. He is. He he died though. That's too bad. I hope there was a nice burial. But yeah, the, the, I guess what I'm getting at is, these lands may not be as uninhabited as we think. Well, from my understanding of what the sages said, at least the one to the west, um, there was a uh, a village, a town, a gathering of people. I don't know, but something that was visible even from the way that they had viewed it. Oh. 
Interesting. And so I figured perhaps reaching out to another civilized society might be more fruitful than going somewhere that's completely, well, you know, primordial. Giant, giant creatures. Full of teeth that wants to just murder you. Mm-hmm. I've watched from Sindon's Tower what happens to the people who land. You know, speaking of lizards, this is a little bit off subject. Uh, every time we've traveled through that swamp, there's been you know, lizard men attacks and such. And having beat them oh, time and time again, they might, maybe, either fear or respect us enough to come to the aid of the city in defense, if that ever needs to arise. It would take some doing, but, you know, it's an idea. That is interesting. I don't know if I'm the right person to talk to about that, but... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That yeah, is sorry, a very kind of unique head. prospect. So you're thinking you could have lizards defend Opal? Yeah, maybe as like an outer guard or like, uh, I don't know. Depends on how it all shakes out. But I suppose if they're in the swamp even, that's like one of the few land ways to get to Opal. Unless yeah. they, of course, you know, break through Valakor, which is unlikely. Their walls are strong. <clears throat> that's all Sam does. <laughs> <laughs> I would almost um, go to my brother with that information. That's a good idea, actually. I, we should have talked about it earlier. It'll be weird now, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, um, do you live in town? No, I've uh, I've been living else for, for quite a while, but Roderick re- reached out personally and wanted to rebuild what was left. I see. Yes, it seems it's the time to bury all hatchets. Clean all slates. Mm-hmm. Squash all beefs. Um, while they're talking, I'm going to be like, um, I'm going to go get us another glass of wine. If I'll be back, and I'm going to dip out from them. Okay. I'm looking for Roderick. All right, he's got a few people around him. He's actually actively speaking with Norvir. Perfect. That's good. And you approach them, and you just kind of hear them talking like, what do you mean... The wall is in peril. Well, I... Like I said, we thought we were prepared. Oh, we have... We, we have some company, uh, Sir Swordthrone. Um, sorry to interrupt, gentlemen. I heard the unfortunate business with the wall as well. Yes, I, uh... Have to admit to a personal embarrassment about our lack of preparedness, even after your warning. I know the warning didn't fall on deaf ears. Um, perhaps you did underestimate the severity of what we were telling you. I believe I underestimated the, underestimated the severity, as well as overestimating Bramblebush's preparedness. I just look at Bramblebush talking to some lady, like just air thumping, and I look back as <laughs> like, I can't imagine why you would ever underestimate Bramblebush. <laughs> 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 it's actually fucking uh, Um It's canon. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, I'm sorry to hear this. Um, if there's anything we could do, we'd, uh, we've got things to take care of in the city, but I'm sure we could head back through Alicor next time we head towards uh, north, I guess. I'm, I don't know how much of a help we would be. I mean, you could always see, I suppose. Our uh, biggest issue right now is there's something that's able to fly over the walls. Yeah, we heard about that. I am, I've never seen it, but I was told by a couple members of my party that there was a flying undead monster that chased them once. I'm sure that was terrifying for them, but 
Yes, that sounds pretty par for the course. Is it one or is there a flock of them? How does this work? From the telling of the survivors, I suppose, there was one large beast. Very hard to make out, given that it only flies when the night is dark, when the moon's blocked out. Well, I mean, I can't speak for Roderick, but I'm sure allies around here. Does something smell like wet dog? And they, like, start sniffing towards you. Do I smell like wet dog? Maybe faintly, given the uh, nature of your curse. Oh, no. I can't. That's not... I don't think that'd be me. Oh, well. Well, be careful. Um, Full moon's coming soon. Am I, like, just aware that he's aware of what's going on in this situation? You see Norvir have a flash of inspiration come across his eyes. He's he's sharper than you'd think. Yeah. Like a self-aware wolf going on. (laughs) (laughs) That's... I can't take... Well, I'm doing the thing, but I can't take credit for that. It's a subreddit. Right. That's fair. It's, it's hilarious, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm aware of it, and I like it, too. I'll give him a nod back. Well, thank you for that. I'm not really into horoscopes and all of those things. And but... Roderick grabs him by the shoulder. There's no need for you to hassle over such. If there's any particular intrigue Seraph has going on, it's because he knows what's best. That's why I have him as one of my personal members of my... Inner circle. That, that's actually what I was going to say, but I didn't want to say it. So, <laughs> my butt kicking. Personal crew. members, personal members of my inner circle, of those whom I trust, very dearly, Norvir, and I hope you too can trust him. And he just like nods. <laughs> um, well, thanks for your time, oh, Roderick. Tomorrow morning we will be here fairly early. Just a reminder. Absolutely, yes. I'll see you then, and then I will walk away, and I'll walk up to Cedric. Carrick and Valeria, Valeria, and I'll hand them all a glass of wine, and I will nod, and then I'll leave the party. Sham, <laughs> oh, just Irish goodbye. <laughs> yep. <laughs> do you stop my coat check to grab that bottle of brandy? Yeah, I do. Okay, and also presumably your coat. Could you give me an idea of what this lady like looks and acts like? Her facial features are. Oddly similar to Roderick. She definitely looks like a very kind person. Like, that's why he got the nickname. He's always got those soft, smiling eyes and Mm -hmm. crow's feet around his eyes. So she definitely looks very pleasant and easy to speak with. She's got, like, this lightly olive skin, uh, gently reddish-brown hair. She's dressed in a fine gown that's, uh, like, you know, turquoise. Gotcha. Um... I I want to ask her, I want to ask you, Mike, it, would it be possible at all to get this digits? <laughs> would Fuck. it be possible an... at all for me to subtly cast a spell that takes verbal and somatic components? No. Okay. Not unless you had the sorcerer ability, like, silent cast. Subtle spell. Subtle spell, that's what it's called. I can't remember what these things are called. Okay, then I won't try. I mean, you could do it. It would just be very overt for about, like, two or three seconds that you're casting a spell. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't... That's the point I'm trying to not have, so I won't do it. Okay. And I'll just regular ask her. um, I'll say, Lady Valeria, I know that you're a person with power, or at least wealth... Which basically is the same thing. Do you know anything of Sir Sable? 
I've met a sable, I suppose. I don't know if that's the sir you speak of. A uh, time or two. Edelram? Yes, Edelram. Mm-hmm. A time or two. Have you met him recently? No, it's been ages. I know. Roderick is not a very big fan of him, and after having have a, having had a few conversations with him, I understand why. I would like to determine if she is telling the truth. Roll an insight. I was check. about to turn to you and do a three-two-one countdown, so we could say insight at the same time. Can I get a book, please? Oh yeah. Players. Players. Got one. Thanks, Mike. God damn it! God damn it! God damn it! Okay. What? <laughs> Mike lost the race. Oh. Yeah, that's all. Man, I wish I was trained in this shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Did we both get 13s? No, I got a 10. Mm. Shit. I rolled a 10. I got a 13. You don't gather anything besides the fact that she's telling you this information where, you know, she... A time or two has had a meeting with Edelram, but after that has not met with him for a long time, given the sour state affairs between the Sables and the Sword Thrones, which is reaching back through time itself. If you'll recall your first conversation with Gaius the First, he fucking hates the Sable family. Recall that Sable, now. The Sable family was the other one, the other wizard that helped seal the... Yes, the, the Sable family was the other group of people that assisted in casting the spells to seal away the ancient evil from the south, the beast as we're calling it. And they've never gotten along since. The Sables, as you'll recall, also hail from Bendel. Since I'm unsure of whether or not she's telling the truth or... Well, um, your character from your point of view is she's telling the truth. Oh, really? Okay. I thought you were just saying like you don't... You don't you glean anything. Yeah, no, really you glean nothing, so there's nothing to take except face value. Okay. Well, I'm skeptical. <laughs> that's fair. Does that count for anything? No, that's fine. You can be skeptical sorry, you can be skeptical of something that you you know have heard for the first time. Like that's no big deal. Or rather, not necessarily skeptical, but I want to be sure. So I'll I'll kinda lean in and I'll ask her and I'll try to seem very genuine to her because it's something I excel at. And I'll say, like, if you... Don't fucking look at me like that. <laughs> I say, if you know anything about his whereabouts or anything like that, it's crucial information for the fate of this land and potentially all lands. I'm sorry, uh... Sir, I never quite caught your last name. Uh, it's Voss. I'm sorry, Sir Voss, but I don't have any information about uh, Edelram. Thank you. If you do, I don't know, make contact with him again or hear anything about him again, uh, you should tell your brother. He's often in contact with us. and Like he was saying, he might have the other half of the spell we need to lock away this disaster from the south. I, I never fully read the spell. Yeah, I... I'll make sure I uh, let Roderick know about that if anything changes there. Sorry sorry to hound you about it. That's okay. That's okay. Um, at the very least, you brought me wine, and one of you two are going to invite me to dance on this next song. It would be my pleasure. I'd lean in. <laughs> <laughs> Extend a hand with a, with a flourish. 
All right. Yeah, I can just, see Jacob just, taking a step back. Just super obviously not taking the hint and being like, oh, she likes my hat. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's like some music playing. There's a band that just got there. Um, as that happened, Cedric, you look over and you can see Seraph like walk out. All right. During this time, I've been studying, but because I want to get this done so quickly, I'm using magic to help me. Fucking rad. I can cast the second level spell Enhance Ability. And I'm going to take the fox's cunning, which allows me to have advantage on intelligence checks for up to an hour. Damn. And I've got three of that spell slot, so for three hours, I'm going to do that. That's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah you're gonna you're gonna tear through this just for the sake of like seeing how fast you can go give me some advantage and also that. i'll do this next uh. 16 plus 6 is 22 fuck and then i'm going to uh if i can find anyone who's proficient in arcana 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 I'll never figure that out. I think I just say Arcana. Arcanoid? Arcana. Battlebots? <laughs> Battletoads. I will uh, convince them For to the help me with the level one charm person spell. And I'm going to bounce any questions that I have off of them about parts that I don't get. Brad read that book oh. every night. And he failed miserably every night. And he could have done it every night. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want help. He especially didn't want my help. Open help again like five times. Yeah, I didn't know I had it. Now I'm smart. What do you want from me? Oh, I love it so much. What a <laughs> what a different campaign this would have been. Alex helping himself versus Alex helping others. Hey man, I'm smart enough to realize that I can do that now. That isn't you. Nay. You didn't get my I've spells. literally never prepared that spell, Shit. so I didn't really know that Dude, I could do it. Yeah, enhance ability, and highly it wasn't recommend. Me thinking about what he could do. It was him barely remembering to read it. Also, I didn't know that spell existed until now. And I read that book every night. I'll have you know. <laughs> fucking savage. And he I didn't love it. Not remember. He just fucking failed all the time. Yeah. All the time. I did. I never rolled higher than like a fucking seven. You got really good on your last roll. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You were 4% away. I'll let you know when I'm done with this. I'll let you know when I'm done with this that um, I can help you out by doing that. It doesn't matter. I just think it's funny. It it actually legitimately could be a really cool spell for later on sometime. And I think it's funny that the reason that I'm like, oh, it's really funny is because you were like, hmm. How could we learn things faster? Looked at all your spells and found one that worked. And it's the only time that's happened. Yo, know, I didn't think of his yeah. as re as like it's I fine. don't know. I yeah. didn't think of it. Oh, we're no, fine. I'm, I'm not I'm not worried about it in the slightest. Hey, how does this work? Oh yeah, Plim. you you got the help of someone and you guys are figuring it out. You are on course to have this spe- this skill mastered within three days. Okay, in that case, then I'm going to... Um, Instead of the originally promised two weeks. Yeah, so the uh, next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cast the fourth level spell Divination, and it lets me get in contact with a god. My god. Um, requires 25 gold sacrifice that's appropriate to my religion. Yeah, the only god I've heard of is Ula, so... Yeah, you just get like a 25 gold piece worth of like gemstones and lay them out, and they just... 
become dust. And I'm just going to like ask him how I, how it feels to know the parts that I don't really get or like some shit like that. And they transfer the feeling you're looking for into your brain. God, what a unique way to get this down. Jesus, how do I do calculus? <laughs> oh, Jesus, I need to learn statistics. <laughs> I also have to pee. My God. Jesus, I'm just having a bitch of a time figuring out thermodynamics. Also, I'm jealous that you can talk to my God. <laughs> at will. <laughs> What's no up, that, that spell is that fucking advanced, right? Like, Dude, divination, they, fourth level spell. It says... It says, your magic and offering put you in contact with a god or god's servants. So maybe I just get to her servants. <laughs> you just get to just me? You ask a single... Cedric Voss! Cedric just you know, voice in the back of his you know. Head. You ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur in the next seven days. The DM offers a truthful reply. The reply might be a short phrase or a cryptic rhyme or... An omen, or Dude, a fee. I took that as a feeling. If so I ever... the spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, like casting additional spells, or the losses or gain of compensation, or sorry, or losses or gain of a companion. Uh, the other thing is that I have three level two spells, which is enhanced ability, and I have three level three spells, so I can do it like six times a day. Dude, you can so do for six so hours. Much. Yeah, for six hours. I'll be enhancing ability. So much. And then once a day. Yeah, you'll be able to get that figured out in no time. And the people just know they've been charmed by me. They're just like, stop doing that, please. Please don't. Oh, I want to help you. Yeah, um, so. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Stop charming me. That's awesome. You're good at this part. What is this like? They're like, no, that. So that, um, you're going to want to make sure to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have I figured out what, what I've done wrong yet <laughs> on, on the dance floor? No, you're doing great. Okay. I thought I was going to realize, like, halfway through the... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. I've had a boner the whole time. <laughs> I grew no. up in fucking backwater ho-dunk town. All I know how to do is square dance. All I learned was the Dyson slice. The cotton-eyed Joe. Oh, I'm so white. <laughs> no, it goes great. The dance is fine. Valeria thinks you're uh, a fine dancing partner, and she appreciates friendly company. I continue to look around for mischief. There seems to be none. The only thing you really saw was a Seraph storm out after bringing you guys a drink. Yeah, I figured he's uh, he's got some stuff to work out. Yeah, it involves, and I kind of uh, feel like I should be here, so. <laughs> you just hear a what, distant, oh! What made you storm out? Oh, he called you stinky. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking basically was like, hey, motherfucker, I know you're a werewolf somehow. Just, you smell wet, dog. <laughs> it doesn't help that you were like, it's not me. <laughs> what else would I do? Like, yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So we joined Seraph out in the streets, and you see the moon hanging above you. It's not quite full mm -hmm. but you definitely feel your body being like oh Hell yeah. it's time to hunt moon, baby i feel the fucking sweet moon juice filling me you up. feel that moon juice filling you up baby it's time to get some dirty fucking dangles all right i don't do that um 
I fight it back, and I will go to the inn where we're staying. Or the okay, yeah. And I want to get in there. I will knock on Makara's door. Uh, she does not appear to be there. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'll go grab a bottle of whiskey then, and I will retire to my room. I want to take off my uh, top and see where that I got bit. How's that looking? Oh, yeah. It's like pulsating. You can just like see your veins moving around it. It's like you feel it like saying, the moon is almost up again. You know it's time to hunt, my friend. Did not mean to rhyme again, but here we are. Here we are. Take a stand. Yeah, I'll just deal with that. With whiskey. Yep. It's it's decent. It's like Buffalo Trace quality. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like solid. You can drink that straight. I do. I'm not getting like tore up, but I'm definitely drinking. <laughs> I might actually get to the point where I'm, you know, you, you're feeling a little numb and maybe try to cut into that and see if a little self bloodletting helps a little. I mean, you can certainly try it. It seems it's weird, like when you cut into like the area of the wound. There's like a little bit more of a black ichor mixed in with the blood. I don't like that. Oh, and we know Makara is studying meticulously and very well, mind <laughs> you, given the advantage and the ability to charm people around her and the divination. So it's just, uh, I think mostly we're at a Carrick and Cedric right now who, um, Carrick finished up a dance with Valeria Sword Throne and she just like went off. Yeah. It was like a respectful bow and, and stuff at the end of it as, as you do. Yeah. Sorry, do I feel like I'm finishing this course tonight? Not um, tonight. Then I'm going to retire. Okay. I was just going to say you're definitely on track for like a three day course out of two weeks and it's just like very expedient. Okay, and we're here for three more days, right? If you want to be. You guys got the money. All right, yeah, I'm going to go retire. Yeah, and uh, you actually walk up to your tavern room and you hear some, like, knocking around in Seraph's room. Just like, uh, I don't know what Seraph sounds like when he's distressed, but... Oh, fuck! Does it sound like him? Probably. I'm I'm probably fairly quiet. You might hear... I'm not like talking very much, but just a quiet like, around. Oh, uh, yeah, you hear like, uh, oh, like cut in there. Uh oh, <laughs> I apologize. You're good. No, oh, it sounds of you cutting into. Yeah, you if if that's when you're there, yeah, you definitely hear me like, like that kind of teeth breathing and stuff. And I'm drunk, so I'm not definitely quiet. You'll definitely hear me putting glass bottles down. I'll open the door without knocking. <laughs> Thank you. You brought me a drink, right? Oh As shit! I'm shirtless. There's doing? just blood running down my chest. <laughs> some on my face. I got a knife like in my own shoulder. Seraph, who stabbed uh, you? you see Where a- are they? Close the fucking door. You see a bright wound on Seraph's shoulder, and you recognize that as a spot that he was bitten. He's like biting a towel. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh god, what are you doing? Close the fucking door. I. Door closes. I stink. I smell like a dog and this blackness coming out of here is throbbing. You can see like the veins spread on my arm and stuff. Seraph, we all smell like dogs. No, Makara, this is not the same thing. Makara, you definitely smell the scent of wet dog in the room in, in addition to the blood. It's not you. Oh, yeah, it's... Ooh. So you decided to... St- Stab yourself. I thought I could, like, bloodlet it, maybe? And some black stuff did come out, but... You know, that's actually not a bad idea. I didn't mean to sound like that. Yeah, it's just blood now, though. Okay, okay, okay. What do we do? Let me take a look at that. Get in there. 
I'm gonna get in, man. You're getting in there. Yeah, um, make a uh, medicine check, I guess. Uh, uh, okay, so question real quick. Uh, the third level iterations of the enhance ability spell, let me choose two. Would you have chosen wisdom? I mean, I'm studying. Sure. That's just, <laughs> that's, that's my petition fine. for that. It sounds logical no, to me. You're so. you're fine there. I know you had planned on using that spell, and you have so many spell slots for it. I roll a 16 plus. What am I rolling for? Medicine. Medicine. Uh, I'm not proficient, but I do have a plus four. So 16 plus four is a... a uh, Manufactured 20. Yes. A crooked 20. <coughs> That's also good. It is very apparent, especially since you were in the room when it happened, that Seraph has been bit by a werewolf and that it has infected him with lycanthropy. Seraph, this is mad infected. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That fucking got me. <laughs> I, I know. I'm having thoughts that aren't my own. And What thoughts? I hunt, and it doesn't feel good, Makara. And just like mid-sentence, you like feel the urge to howl. You're like, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. I know. <laughs> I don't think I do that. I think it's more <laughs> of like course not. I said my own. Th- it's just anger, and I don't like it, Makara. We should go far from here. Where? It doesn't matter where. Okay. Far from people. Far from the city. When? When do we? When's the? I don't know how this works. The full moon is tomorrow, right? Hell yeah. The full moon is tomorrow. We need to okay. not be here until it's over. Can we get rid of this? Not before tomorrow. All right. Um. I guess I'll bandage myself up. I'll help you work through it. We will get rid of this. Okay. This is going to be an experience, friend. We should tell um, Cedric and Carrick where we're going. We'll leave them a message. Okay. Um, I'll I'll get my stuff. I guess. I'm going to write them a message that we traveled west to deal with some... They don't know, do they? No. Do you want them to know? Yeah. No, didn't we talk about it in the tunnel? Yeah, I told him I was bit by something. He uh, had mentioned that back in that tunnel that you had been bit by something and that you were having these dreams about the hunt after Cedric had mentioned dreams about something else. Well, I I distinctly remember... Because I have it, I edited the thing just now. I think I remember Carrick being like, I just should, should, don't say a werewolf in a crowd of people. Like, that sounds like you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I was laughing. Is this, <laughs> should we tell Carrick and Cedric? Nah! <laughs> it's not that. It's Hard that no. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Or it's like, you know. It's yeah. scary, and they don't know what it is. And yeah. they I w- might be afraid of him, and they might not trust him. There's already trust issues. There's a lot going on. So, Yes, um, let them know what's How- going on. Let them know. Okay. If you're going to write it, yeah. I'm writing a message that will say, um, Dearest Carrick and Cedric. I'll like, come in and it's like, we have to be at Roderick's tomorrow. We're not going to be there. We can't send them. What do you want your excuse to be? I don't need an excuse for Carrick and Cedric, but... What do you want them to tell Roderick? I don't know. They'll figure it out. I've got enough going on. 
I'm going to tell in the message, dearest Carrick and Cedric, Seraph has lycanthropy. We have traveled west to wait out the full moon. I left my bees on your mantle. <laughs> have them come find me if you need us. I don't know if that will work, but I'm going to do it <laughs> you anyway. You read that in the thing. I also don't know if that'll work. I, I love that, and I love, especially because in the episode I'm editing right now, like, we can definitely cut this out, you were like, did the bees come back and tell me things? And we're like, no. <laughs> well, they can... I'm just saying, if the bees find me... You'll know. That's the signal. That you need to be back there, regardless. Yep. Yeah, cool. You leave that note, and... Uh, I'm also going to tell them to tell Roderick that I'm having health issues, and that's why Seraph can't be there. Very good. It's all in the note. And that's all. And then we got to go. I'm bringing my books to study, though I presume I won't get much done. As you guys leave town, Seraph and Makara, you both notice... Tegan noticing you leave from, like, the top of a building. Can I acknowledge? Yeah, you can uh, look up at Tegan and uh, make uh, subtle acknowledgments, and they will reply in kind. I'll wave Tegan to us. Okay. After a brief pause and what feels like a flash of a few seconds, Tegan is right above you guys on a rooftop looking down. What? We have a medical emergency on our hands. It appears you have something more significant than a medical emergency. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, Accompany us west. Make sure no one gets hurt. I'll pay you. Whatever. It doesn't matter. My current contract right now is to ensure Sword Throne remains safe, especially with these foreigners in our land. Well, this is part of that. Just don't tell him, Deegan. Very well. I won't tell him anything. I hardly ever do anyway. Good. <laughs> We've got this under control. I've got this under control. Okay. Scratch what I said. I believe you, because despite all the training I've ever had, I'll always trust Seraph. <laughs> Thank you, Tegan. Yeah, I want some insight. Yeah, sure. Roll insight. Uh, is this within the same hour? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Have advantage. <laughs> One or four. Uh, four plus seven. The way Average. that the way that Tegan says it, it's very apparent that never once that has Seraph lied to them that they have either not found it out or found it to be false. So it's very apparent that Tegan knows when Seraph is lying and when Seraph is telling the truth. It's very apparent in this moment. That Seraph be- or that Tegan believes Seraph is going to be fine and just has to like figure out a few things. Okay. And Tegan, if you could uh, get a hold of our friends. Absolutely. With ease. I've got a note waiting for them at their. Fuck. In their quarters. Okay. I'm sure they would have seen them, but I'll make sure they know. Thank you, Tegan. Of course. If you need anything, you know the signal. Before we leave, I have to steal a goat because nowhere's open to buy one. A, a goat? Yeah, a goat. We're going to need a goat. Why are we going to need a goat? Because you're going to need to kill something. 
I guess rather a goat than you, right? Yeah, there's a goat around. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's never been in question. I'm taking I, it. Yeah, you can. It's just in a corral. Fuck with, the law. You just take the goat and, uh, like, you're walking away and you see a guard walk by and they're like, oh, yeah, this looks like a regular stable. This is fine. <laughs> I didn't count the amount of goats that there were. Not a shepherd. I'm a guard. <laughs> Yeah, so you get out of town with a goat and with a um, with a seraph who is undergoing some changes. As soon as we're out of town, yeah. I'm blindfolding him. I'll have to lead you the rest of the way. Is this necessary, Makara? It's yeah. Okay. Okay. So Makara is leading seraph and a goat out of Opal to the west. I'm taking unnecessary turns to get where we're going. I believe you. Um. Honestly, if you wanted to find somewhere weird to go, you could go to the Cannibal Cave. No, but he knows where that is compared to Opal. But does he know where that is after five right-hand turns for no reason? No, I just know if he recognizes the Cannibal Cave, he's going to know which way the city is. Fair. I want him to be lost and in a place that he's never seen before. Radical. All right, cool. Yeah, you guys. Thank you for trusting me. I... I just think this is the best way to deal with it. <laughs> I trust you. Let's just go. We've got all day tomorrow, too, I guess. I don't know how this works. It's going to be an adventure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I assume Makar is, like, holding my hand and guiding me or something. I'll just squeeze him back. I just, I'm sorry if I hurt you doing this. Adventure. Full disclosure, I've never done this before. <laughs> if Makara is anything, she's not reassuring, I would say. <laughs> that sounded pretty reassuring to me. Like, oh, I'm sorry if I hurt you. Adventure. I'm just, like, I'm putting myself right. I'm fine with whatever happens. <laughs> this is kind of the thing we were talking about. I'm just, I'm putting myself in the shoes of someone, and I was thinking, like, I feel like these are the things I would want to hear. And Alex didn't say any of those things. <laughs> Not one. He never does. <laughs> and that, I think, is part of Akara's character, and I like it. <laughs> Mike, I want to be, like, the last person to leave this party, almost. That's going to take some doing, because Torold is not one to give up on a party, and apparently neither is Bramblebush. And also, Roderick lives here. <laughs> Roderick does literally live here. He has not had anywhere near Obviously. as much to drink. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm not trying to Torald. beat Roderick. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're in this party. I thing. haven't had a fucking drop. You just see like a uh, just like a cleric looking man drinking white. You're drinking white carrot juice. <laughs> <laughs> you just see a cleric looking man drinking carrot juice. What god? Probably either Pale or, or Hieronius. He looks nice. And there's a, there's both a fist and a sun on him. I will say hello. Hello. And they introduce themselves as uh, Talos. Looks down after saying his name. Just waiting for the conversation to end. You can already tell. <laughs> okay. I will say um, I'll leave you to it, Talos. You seem busy. I guess I'm not busy. I just... I don't know. I don't like talking to strangers. That Especially was, if they've been drinking. That was for you to take the hint. I have not been drinking, but I was giving you an out. And then I leave. <laughs> Did you want to talk about God? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. There's justice to be done tonight. 
Carrick is, I think, starting to loosen up. He got that dance in him. He's been drinking a little bit. We're trying to ride that line as earlier described of not killing the vibe and all that good stuff. Um, and still being a little bit vigilant. The main thing I think that Carrick is trying to do is to entice mingling between these parties by like meeting a person, introducing them to another person, accidentally the exact fucking opposite of what <laughs> Cedric is trying to do. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just watching everybody. I'm not interacting. Okay. I'm not trying to get people to leave. The The reason for doing this, my, my thought process is, if people come together like this and have a good time, it seems like the whole point of this meeting of the minds is to have a meeting of the minds about expansion and cooperation. And so if I can entice a little more of that to happen, then I'll fucking do it. And I just feel like as soon as I turn my back, somebody's going to stab somebody else. <laughs> Keep that energy, Cedric. And also, Carrick, roll some persuasion. See hey. how good you are at this. 16. Not bad. And honestly, you're doing fine. I'm getting some elbows of rubbing. It's working. These guys seem eager to work together. There's no undead in the room at all, which is great. Yeah, uh, Cedric is very well aware of this. <laughs> Things are going fine. I also have the inkling to pop outside for a bit of air and discreetly cast some detect magic. Well, it'll never be discreet, but well, being I'm outside that... means that no one will see you do it. You have a wand now, so you're like, ooh. <laughs> you do have a wand. Do. You do have a wand now. Wand. Yeah, you walk back into the party, I assume, after casting detect magic. Yeah, am I getting any... The magic you detect is Torald's silver arm. Anything that Cedric has on him that's still magical. Which I assume is at the very least his ring. I think that's it. <laughs> Unless you'd consider holy water magic. You see Bramblebush has a magical weapon. And Norvir has something small and magical in his pocket. And it's definitely in his pocket, not attached to his personage. Most assuredly in his pocket, given the way that it dangles when he walks. I did want to... I like The main point of this was to look around and make sure that like we didn't miss a gold item and there's like a sable spy in the party. Um, Fair. But also, that knowledge is good, too. You got a magic weapon boy. You can help defend that border and be as far away from other people as possible. Yeah, with nothing untoward to glean from that, I think I'm good to let this party peter out as uh, as long as everyone remains amicable and uh, follow Cedric out. If we get there, I don't. You're the DM. You tell me how time flows. It seems as though it goes off without a hitch. It was a regular good party, and Roderick apparently knows, especially with probably Tegan's guidance, how to invite people to a party. But it was fine. Like, it, overall, the night was great. There was very positive conversations had. People were able to express their concerns, and people, in turn, had suggestions to fix these issues. And no one got stabbed. No one got stabbed. Only one person was noticed to be a werewolf, which is great. <laughs> That's very good for a sword throne party. <laughs> <laughs> That type of shit just doesn't happen. Yeah, no. Anytime if there's a sword thrown party, it's like, oh shit, I gotta massacre you all, sacrifice you to a greater god, and then gain more power. But not this time. <coughs> what? Rad. <laughs> all right. So when pretty much everybody's left, uh, I will. I'll talk to Roger and just tell him I'm gonna leave. All right. Well, thank you for sticking around. I appreciate your dedication to caution. 
that is a p- polite way of phrasing it. Thank you. And yeah. Would you like an additional bottle of brandy for staying so long? I'm not going to. I yeah. I'll take some brandy. Otherwise, I was just going to give you the gold value amount, which was three hundred gold. <laughs> Did I say brandy? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, frog in my throat. <laughs> let's uh, let's do that. We got the one bottle. All right, yeah, that's fair. Um, he just like grabs a bag and hands it to you. It's just full of electrum pieces. Weird currency to use. Weird flex. I will graciously accept. And of course, we are having that meeting tomorrow. Um, all of you and myself down in the catacombs. Mm-hmm. What time? Honestly, I have nothing going on tomorrow, so I'm just gonna hang out down there. It's a basement still. Like okay. there's a still. I'm gonna hang out, maybe have a few drinks. If my sister wants to come down, we'll hang out. Otherwise, I'm just gonna be waiting down there, not completely unguarded, but. Until you guys come along, I'm literally doing nothing. Okay. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Very good. And you guys, leave the party as the last two guests that were there. Would it be, like, a thing that I could do to go to, like, a guard station and, like, get stuff? What do you mean? So I'm looking for, and you guys are going to make fun of me for this, and that's okay. I need a pair of manacles, and I also need... A gag. The amount, <laughs> the amount that we're loosened up is grand. The amount of diction needs to be improved. Yep. Very good, sir. You got some solid slur happening from me and from Mike. I'll be Hell sure to yeah. put dick on my chin. Ready? Without dick on your chin, what point is there in speaking? And marker, yep. action. I don't remember what you guys were doing. I. They left the party. I need a mm. ball gag and a pair of. Well, not a ball gag. A gag and a pair of manacles. <laughs> you find the nearest very interesting store. Oh, okay. But I didn't not think like anywhere a... would be open. Oh, oh I, this no, kind I of store like... is open that late. Oh, yeah, they I tell are. them, like, fucking industrial strength manacles. The, I don't know if industry exists yet, but I need them future strong. <laughs> very good, sir. Manacles and what else? And a, just anything to stop someone from speaking. Oh, a gag. Do you prefer the bull gag or something more sinister? What are the benefits? If you're needing to speak benefits with people. I'm just imagining Hank Hill by a bull gag. <laughs> Basically. What? If you're needing to discuss benefits with me, babe, you're going to want a ball gag. I'm starting to think that you may be misinterpreting my intentions. Your intentions aren't important to me, but what's important is I've got a pair of manacles and a ball gag right here for you for five gold and seven silver. If you tell me this guy doesn't have a whole bin full of scrolls to cast grease, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> He most assuredly has a bin full of scrolls, and looking at them, they all appear to hold the spell Grease. I should like to buy one so that I can learn the spell. (laughs) Naturally, that'll be 120 gold. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) I'm like, dude, you should have thousands. I give him the five gold, and I take the stuff. Mike, I don't know if you're here for the conversation, but the reason I'm getting these 
is because if I manacle and gag someone, then they can't cast spells. So when I go to eventually gag like Sable, it's going to be like a kinky gag. (laughs) And you made that happen. (laughs) I was asking you to get it from a fucking police station. And you're like, nah, sex store. No, the police station is closed. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sex doesn't sleep. All right. Sex never sleeps. Not no Paul. And I'm going to try. Um... Fuck me. We missed out when we were going to college in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you all missed out. <laughs> and I'm going to take the manacles. Like, can you get back to the hotel room? I'm the Rado for the motto. And actually, some stuff's going to happen. Uh, Carrick and Cedric return to the hotel, and arriving at the hotel, the person who is manning the front desk sees your arrival, knows you have rooms, and says, Hey, I have a note here for you. It was written by, looks at it, your friend Makara. I thought you were going to say sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, he... (laughs) Hang on, that has the implication that he read that shit. No, you read the outside of the envelope. You read the outside of the envelope. Oh, okay. I you... have the f- the forethought to put it in an envelope. That's great. Okay, I will take it to our room and read it. You guys go up to your room and snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Dearest Carrick and Cedric, Seraph has... We, we knew about that, though, right? Seraph has... Oh man, okay. Um I'm gonna go out I'm gonna look out the window at the moon and be like Ugh What's the deal? Read it. Oh fuck Also <laughs> it at the end it makes just sure to the woods <laughs> It makes sure to say to tell Sable a lie for us. Or sorry, tell Rod- sorry, Roderick was like, not Sable. Don't fucking Ever talk to Sable? It says I that mean, in if, there. If we do tell him a lie, but like, because <laughs> back in the day you couldn't erase yeah. when you wrote things. So you wrote Sable, and then you were like, "Fucking not Sable! Don't talk to Sable." <laughs> it goes on for a long time about Sable, but, <laughs> but but the whole getting out there into the woods and making sure this doesn't go south is going to be pretty important. Uh, that's actually pretty smart. Hang on. Oh, okay. We should stay here. Oh, yep, I got caught up in the Sable part. <laughs> they expect us to speak to Roderick, and that needs to get done. It does. If Who knows get... when he's going to be free again, so... I don't like the idea of keeping us split up, but if we get caught out there and we lose out on important information or or if the deal falls apart... Unless you know of a way to get rid of this. I've been working on something, but I've been too busy transcribing my old spells to write anything new down. Makara is very smart now. I'm assuming this was her concoction. And she was wise to begin with. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, if, if they didn't see fit to notify us directly and drag us out there, then then they need to do this on their own, I guess. All right. That said, here are the keys. Slap these manacles on me. I want to test them out. I need to make sure that they're strong. I mean, I know we share a room, but, like, I don't want people to get the... They won't hear. Fuck it. Let's... Yeah, okay, we'll try it. My God. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in this evening, you learn how well manacles work. I'm just like, we're walking. like, Makar, maybe you should scry on Cedric and uh, Rin to see how they're doing. And she scries, like, 
they're, they're fine. <laughs> Ball gagging manacles. Yeah, nothing weird. Are they strong, Mike? They are solid. They are just regular manacles. You can't really break out. You feel quite effectively trapped. Okay. I think if I can't break out, then Sable can't break out. Fuck no. That guy's a pansy. <laughs> Thank you. At some point, I want to ask Seraph if he thinks that lycanthropes are shapeshifters or not. I don't actually know what that means very well. You can both make arcana checks. I'm not proficient. But you do have advantage. <laughs> not still. It's I, been over an hour. I have a okay. 17. I don't have a 17. You have less than that? I have or? a 12. Okay. Seraph, you know that they're shapeshifters. Okay. I feel like I'm going to turn into something. I don't feel like myself. Something yeah, sorry. I'm just um preparing to defeat you. Don't worry. <laughs> That's... Just fucking forget about it. <laughs> oh, my. I've got all my armor and stuff not on. I just put it in my bag. I changed into, like, common clothes, but I'm not prepared to fight, just so you know. I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be all decked out when I go to fight Makara. How much silver do you have on you? Uh, I've only got seven. <laughs> I, I've got a, I've got 50 pieces or so. Why? Boo! <laughs> I, I thought I was fucking talking about, like, I thought you were talking about, like, necklaces and ring. You got a whole pimp hand. Surely some of that silver. And you're That's just... gold, baby. It's all gold. <laughs> yeah. Only silver we've you think got. It's... Okay. You think we bothered to pick up the silver when there was so much gold? Do you pick up green items? No. No, you don't pick up green Dude, items. You pick up blue, Playing purple. Borderlands, I don't pick up purple items. This Fuck. is why I have so much more money than both of you. No. Yeah, but we got swag. How you... <laughs> Have so much more money than I do is because college is a fucking ripoff. Right. Uh, I say that you fashion yourself a necklace. Of oh, silver? Yeah. The co- the the coins. Yeah, well, punch them. Punch a hole. Uh, let's take a look. Will they spend? I don't know. It's 50 silver. That's a good point, I guess. Uh, So I have no tools. That's not what I do. Yeah, I don't either. That's not my skill set. I forgot tools. It's very dark. I think it's dark. Can can I take this off yet? What? The blindfold? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I take it off. Are we setting up camp? We are. Okay. Produce flame produces a fire for us. I want to figure out where we are. That's All right. naturally what I do. I would look around. Um, I'm not going to like look around. like yeah. Now, sir, if it's important that you don't find out where we are. Make a perception check with a disadvantage. Face your fears. I would say survival. Uh, it's a 14. 14. Not bad. You're no... You know that you are west of Opal, but you are not sure of the distance in miles or if you're like off access from a like a straight west shot or not. Do you think I'll turn in the morning or is it a night thing? I think it's night, right? Full moon makes sense. I think it's upon exposure to the light of the moon. Well, let's sleep. I'll be first watch then. 
You sleep. You're going to need to stay up all night, get all your rest. I'll just stay up through. Oh, I don't need to sleep. Okay. I remain fully aware during my trance. Okay. Then I'll go to sleep, I guess. Yeah, feel free. It's okay. I go to sleep. I'll watch us. I secretly think that you were going to, like, figure out where we were. That's not what I was going to do, man. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I was honestly I assume... just letting you rest it up so you could... <laughs> I assume that's what you're going to do, is, like, try to find contact clues to figure out where you are. I always forget the elves don't need to sleep, and that's fucking lit. Yeah, so it's just a regular night, I guess. <laughs> not only do they not need to sleep, they can't. They fucking can't. I feel it. Yeah, well, they just meditate. Yeah. They're immune to it. Yeah, it's amazing. I, so, would, I would say that they can't sleep. So I'm going to prepare a few things for when I inevitably have to wrangle the beasts over here. Hey, keep it a secret so that we can just do it. I mean, it's cool, and I trust you. Okay. But yes, the morning comes. It uh, just splatters all over your neck. Makara and Sarah far out in a field. There's a nice tent, I assume. I yeah, we brought our stuff for camping. Yeah. So you're like in a nice tent. Good morning. Sleep well. I had some weird dreams, but other than that, yeah. They were certainly full of you hunting down and killing and eating people. Yes, I leave that part out. Um, yeah, just interesting dreams. Did you enjoy them? I don't. I like to think I didn't. Oftentimes, interesting dreams carry a lot of fear with them. I would not argue with you on that one. Are we going to keep moving on? Should you blindfold me? Is that what we're doing? I think here is a splendid place to spend the day. Okay. I want you to take care of this for me, if you don't mind. And I hand her the Cape of the Mount Bank, all folded up and nice. I don't know what will happen if I turn to anything, but... I mean, I'd hate to be something that could teleport. That seems terrifying. <laughs> we I got a two-one-niner important werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> got a go, important werewolf. I got him right in front of me. I mean, now where is he? <laughs> He's happening to be inside of me right now. <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. Um, I put all the rest of my stuff in my bag and I put it away. So I don't have, I have like my dagger and stuff just in case we could jump, but I'm trying to be as weak as possible. You feeling any cravings? Uh, my my mind's like red meat, red meat, red meat, human. And I go, no, not particularly. Humans are white meat. Yeah, that's why I said Isn't red meat weird? a bunch of times. <laughs> um, no, just, you know, normal stuff. Well, here I've got a bit of. Ration for you, and I'll give him some jerky. I'll take it. It's so, so, so unsatisfying. Well, Carl, you know the Luna cycles and all that. So, from what I have learned in my lifetime so far, the red moon of forfending, the red moon, the moon of forfending, is full less often than the yellow moon. Sojourney. That is correct. And it seems like your curse is tied to the Red Moon. Now, in a rare instance, this month, they happen at the same time. What does that mean? That means one moon is full. No, I understand what two means. 
I mean, one moon is full for three days. Okay, I'm just saying, what are the ramifications of that? I understand the concept of two moons. You know, I've never dealt with you being a lycanthrope before. (laughs) Neither have I. From what I can guess, it's either going to have no effects or, you know, something. A bunch. You'll be a fucking double werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) It gets bigger than a regular werewolf. Giant werewolf. You can see his throbbing member. It's a weird tarasque. (laughs) Not to worry, I do have a plan. But uh, as you can imagine, I'm sure I can't tell you what it is. Um, I understand. Um, I'm not going to hurt you, am I? Not with this goat here. You want some goat? Yeah. I'll wait. Don't kill me. I'll wait. Well, I didn't bring any books, so I guess we just wait. Oh, I have some books. Um, Would you help me study? Sure. That sounds great. If you could read the books... Then I would, out loud, then I would, uh, I can prepare from, you know, might take your mind off what I'm doing as well. Yeah. Also, which of your many, many cloaks did you hand it? Was the pink one? The warg, probably. That's not a cloak. It's like a coat. Okay. I was thinking, uh, I have one <laughs> robe, basically. Okay. But which and that's one the get? pink one. Yeah, be the warg. And I have a cloak. Okay. That's a warg's head on top. Yeah. Dude, Alex, I thought that's you were going to be him. like, I thought you were going to be like, if you could read that book out loud while I read this one so I can read it and then get this one's information and hear that one at the same time. Because that's how fucking woke I am. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll read all day. Cool. We find Cedric and Carrick back at their inn having a regular morning. Yeah, sausage, of course, sausage. It is yeah, juicy, shit. greasy, and delicious. Yeah. God damn it. So I didn't realize, but we didn't leave until like three in the morning last night. <laughs> Was it that late? Yeah. That explains why it's it's so uh, bright outside now. Mm-hmm. You can hear like fucking knife and fork scraping on the plate as I cut <laughs> up the sausage. All right, let's go see Roderick. Well, maybe better. <laughs> Step. That is too many sound effects. <laughs> that was us gearing up. You've seen Snatch. I mean, I've seen Snatch, but it had know. visual aids. <laughs> then you it's know like what me fuzz. and Guy Ritchie are doing. Bring us the scene. <laughs> Stop Regar- trying to censor Brad's art. It's so much fun, Brad's art is based in Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. And Hot Fuzz. Anyways, you guys get to the Sword Throne Manor. And there is a, a man standing out by the front door who recognizes the two of you and points you over to the direction of the catacombs. And you guys walk over to the direction you were pointed. Someone else points you to a door. It's very obvious that it's there. Like, his job is clearly not necessary. But he's there. Is this, like, around the side of the house in a mausoleum situation? Or is this through the house into the basement? Around the side of the house to a cellar, which you walk down into, which appears to be a regular cellar full of liquor. And then you see someone else pointing you down even further. 
Come on, Carrick, you know it's bad luck to keep corpses in your home. I mean, kind of under the home. Not technically in the home, though, according to the Sword Throne Mythos as written by Gaius IV there. It's a big stone door that two men are like holding up and their arms are shaking. They're like, oh, thank God you're finally here. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, you guys couldn't have waited? I was instructed to hold this door up until the guests came. There were supposed to be four, but there's only two of I'm, you. I'm going to help. It's just the two. It's just the two of us. Oh, my God, I'm just hurrying through. Yeah, I'm going to help him, like, set it down. And they, like, start lowering it down. And then when it's time to lift it up, you just have to say the key phrase... Rose Canyon horse manure. I, okay, I, I could, I could probably get it. All right, <laughs> but if you want assistance, you know what to say. I did at one point. <laughs> Rose Canyon. Rose Canyon horse manure. Horse gotcha. manure. Yeah, it's for some reason I had that as a note. Well, that lets you in. It doesn't matter. The the, the stone is closed now. <laughs> and it's like dark and. Spooky in here, but you see distant torchlight and lantern light. Carrick. Yes? Detect magic. It's probably for the best. I'll do that. I'll cast the detect magic one. Very good. <laughs> Your wand just vibrates as it gets closer to magic. <laughs> we are in a spooky, spooky crypt. It's just very spooky well, yeah, crypt. We're heading towards light. We don't have any of our own. I've cast detect magic. What is my what am I viewmaster looking through Elf I see? There is magic on Cedric. There is magic on yourself. There is a magic in a random crypt. You guys find the crypt. Roderick Sword Throne is standing by, which he has a small group of people working on trying to excavate, but it's sealed very tightly. Is this the one I'm getting that vibe off of? No, you're getting a vibe off of uh, Gaia Sword Throne the thirty first. That, the that uh, track, yeah, the fortieth I think was the uh, was the other guy that we met. Yeah, the, the the most recent version of Gaia Sword Throne was the fortieth. Okay, sorry. And the crypt was... you're looking at, it's like its helmet itself on the crypt is a magical helmet, hmm. and it's got like magical armor. Magical sword, magical boots, and then like somewhere in the depths of that dead body in the crypt, you can sense magic all over it. That's the one they're trying to open, or that's the 31st? No, that's just Gaius Sword Throne the 31st. I... He's a fancy fucking lad, it would seem. needs to be mentioned, I think. I I see that you guys have been working really hard on this one, but I'm, I'm getting more... Well, I'm getting, frankly, quite a lot of magic off of that one. Over there, uh, the the 31st. Hello, by the way. That's odd, but okay. If you wanted to read any archives written by Lord Gaius I, we can get that located for you. But I can I could get someone to dig up the 31st, I guess. That's just weird. Well, given the amount of magic, I should scan it a little more carefully before we just try to open it willy-nilly. Curses and the like, you know. Willy-nilly. I like that phrase. I'm going to get up next to the uh, the grave, and I just want to see if my ring has any reaction. No tingly, ringly feelings. Gotcha. Just must be old magical items left behind. Continue as you were. Jesus. So the body itself was magical and all of the items on it. Uh, I'd like to hone in on the body then. 
uh, and see what school that is and try to determine whether or not that's going to blow up in our face somehow. Suddenly remembering that most of that shit is blocked by like thin layers of certain material, including stone. So I probably don't know anything about any of this. Uh, if it's anything like it's a foot of stone, it's literally a foot of stone. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a foot, foot of, stone, of stone, an inch of common metal, okay. a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood it's or probably, dirt. It's probably like two inches of stone, right? On a sarcophagus, right? Three feet of wood. Uh, while they're doing whatever bullshit, I'm gonna tell Roderick. Uh, whatever the note said to tell him <laughs> about Seraphin Makara, I can't remember. Makara has a medical issue, which is why she was not at the party last night. We were hoping it would be good by today, but it is worse, and Seraph needs to watch over her. I'm sorry to hear that. That is okay. It will be resolved soon, hopefully. Yes, I hope so as well. They are quite adept at what they do. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's dig up these graves. Let's find archives. I want to fucking do it all, daddy. Yeah. I would also like to see if there is a relation between Gaius the First and Gaius the Thirty First in these here records. <laughs> well, the name. Well, um, I can tell you now before we get a book. Gaius is a family name. Typically, the firstborn is named Gaius. I guess that did not apply to myself. Lineages, magical, otherwise, or are there ambitions at all? Well, the ambitions of Gaius the first, at least, are well known as uh, someone who wanted to rule everything. Right, a world domination type. But of the thirty-first, the thirty-first, as far as I'm aware, he's uh, some idiot that uh, accidentally set himself on fire. <laughs> uh, take a moment to think about it and be like, probably still safe to open his crypt. <laughs> <laughs> they shovel everything into the crypt with him. I will assist with my magical strength. Yeah, I'll take a look at the archives. The way that the reading goes, he is certainly not quite fully there mentally. Anything about the 31st? That would be approximately 700 years in the future. I don't think no, that's no, what no. he meant, my no. dude. <laughs> I, I mean, like, is there another book about the 31st? Not a whole lot about Gaius the 31st. He was a man. He tried desperately to learn how to cast spells. That never quite worked. And then he accidentally burned himself and an entire tower in the castle down. So he just burned himself and a battlement down. Um, if we look back at, like, even Gaius II, right? If I check mm -hmm. out that name, was he also, like, kind of barred from using magic? I forgot that that was, like, a family curse of theirs. Gaius II certainly has some entries in his... Uh, personal history that he's got written down about being unable to cast magical spells, but he certainly didn't go as far as accidentally burning down in a building to kill himself with. He just lived a regular life free of magic and free of power. I think we have learned something here, though. We've learned that Gaius the 31st is either a good enough footnote in which to hide something that you don't want found, or that and we've also learned that this whole not having magic thing started at Gaius II, which, to my mind, might have something to do with a bargain made, perhaps, to bargain away magical power for future generations. What do you think, Cedric? Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Did you find anything out about the phylactery? Um, be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Roll an investigation check. You should really get proficiency in this. Fucking... 17. 17. You sound very disappointed for having something in the double digits. 
I saw numbers written next to it, and I was like, oh, it's going to be big and high. And then I saw investigation blank. Oh. As you're reading through Gaius's information, you find that he has a particular attachment to a specific item that he mentions several times in his books. This item, of course, being a small kitchen scale. As you're reading through all of his stuff, it appears Gaius the first was very proud of his cooking prowess. You know what? I never saw that coming. But goddamn, this is this is a step in the right direction. I'm gonna take that book and run it down and like excitedly show everyone. Like, it's gotta be scales. It's gotta be scales, right? He loves kitchen scales. <laughs> Magic is just cooking. God <laughs> damn it! It all comes back to cooking. Kitchen scales. I'm as surprised as you, but it's all over his journals here. He loved cooking, and he had a huge attachment to this kitchen scale. If anything is his phylactery that was an earthly item that he owned, it would probably be this. That's perfect. Nobody would ever guess. Right? We're here. We're over here thinking crown, spell book. No. Bullshit. We need to find those kitchen scales. We're halfway through digging this guy up, so. It's a pile of magic <laughs> items. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. I mean... We'll have to talk to Roderick about them and figure out what they are, but... That's a good point. We can't really just take shit. (laughs) I guess I'd rather you not take any special items belonging to my ancestors. But... I mean, that's fair. I understand that if uh, you have a goal that needs to be made into fruition, if there's something among these items that could assist you, that'd be fine. You still have Identify, right? Yeah. Nice. One of a few left ones. All right. Dig, 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 dig. Radical. We find Seraph and Makara out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, Arcana stuff, Arcana stuff, Arcana stuff. That's what I'm reading. I'm going to have to tie you up, you know. Yeah, I figured as much. I'm glad you've got that good, good rope. Yeah. I... Spared no expense. Yeah. What time of day is it? Midday. Got There's it. like not a whole lot going on out here. Yeah. Yeah, when the sun starts to set, feel free to tie me up or whatever you need to do. What I'm worried about is that sometimes the moon shows in the day. Though I don't see it. I don't feel like anything's happening right now, so I think we're fine. Well, wanna open the next book then? Yeah, I've been reading them at the same time. Oh. I thought you'd think that was cool. I mean, it is cool. I don't think I could do that, but... Whenever a new topic's mentioned, I find it in the other book, so I don't have to learn them all separately. God, you're a nerd. That way I'm learning the subject, not the book. No, I get what you're doing. Okay, well, I'm just going to read this one, then. I just grab a different book. In this time, I'm actually doing some things. Let me tie you up. You can still read. Okay. I'm going to tie you to a tree. How am I going to read tied to a tree? Well, your hands will be able to reach the book. Okay. I'll tie you around your biceps, around your middle, around the tree. That's cool. I'll spend the whole day tied to a tree. Let's I'll go. feed you. It'll be fine. Sweet. Thank you, Mama Bird. Let's get this over with. <laughs> you know what? It's adventure. Actually, before we do that, would you like to kill that goat? No, the goat's fine. I don't know why you want me to kill this goat so bad. But I, I get maybe why you want me to, but I don't want to kill the goat. I don't Okay, know okay. Well, I just thought it would be fun. 
For if me, you killed better. that goat. I thought you got the goat so I could kill it when I turned. I'm tying you up. Yeah, please do. Part of me's wanting to cut you right now. <laughs> Get me tied to this tree. Big old tree. Tie it several strings around. Hell yeah. Like 50 feet. Goat and uh, I'm sorry if this hurts you, but uh, I'm going to tuck silver. It, so I imagine there's like a coil, like, you know, three wraps deep yeah. or like four wraps. Four wraps tall or something. And I'm going to tuck silver into it. It definitely doesn't feel great. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't hurt. Good. And I'm like, glad it doesn't hurt. As the day goes on and like it starts getting darker, you just like feel it like sizzling. Okay, Makara, it's starting to be a little bit of a pain, those silver coins. I know, I know. Just know that it will be better later. I just and don't understand why I have to be restrained and in pain. If I'm restrained, you think it would solve the problem, right? <laughs> I just think it'll weaken you up. I don't know. Oh, good. Just the other thing. Okay, it's time. It's time to stop reading. And I'm going to blindfold you. You uh, begin to feel these urges take over your being. <laughs> After he's blindfolded, I'm going to cast Snare. So okay. that there are circles intersecting each other, leaving only where he is as a non-snared area. I can cast it three times. I'm going to cast one on each side of the tree, one intersecting the two. So wherever I go, I get snared. Yeah. Ideally. Yep. Ideally. Okay. <laughs> but you're blindfolded. I understand. I can read it out loud to you if you want. We got it. Night overtakes the day, and there's a very... Bold call to the moon coming from nearby, Makara. And you uh, watch Seraph's limbs get longer and stronger. You watch him slowly become this black being of fur. Hey, I'm Cody Lena. Thanks for listening to Super Dice Boys. If you have the time, please like, rate, subscribe to anything. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Every little bit helps, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you to Adrian Von Ziegler for providing the music for use during the podcast. The theme song itself is by me, Mike Rugg. Yeah, I mean, you like us, but do you Twitter like us? It's been Dice Boys of the Super Variety. Variety.